This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Alexander City, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. So we're going to talk today about think big, big thinking. Amen? Think big and big thinking. Because guess what? Who knows that we got a God that thinks big? Amen? And it's time we need to get over into the big thinking. We need to think like God thinks. And that is think big. Because God has big plans for you and I. He has wonderful plans beyond anything we could ever think or imagine. Do you know that the human body is a very complex thing? And God created you and me. And he's well able to take care of that, even in the ups and the downs and all of the stuff that's going on. If we'll trust God, even in this complex body, when the flesh wants to do one thing, if we'll submit ourselves to God, God said, I can help you to do the right thing. I can help you to get this flesh under control. But God can do beyond anything we could ever think or imagine. Uh, you know, he created the universe and all of the creations. Everything God does is big. Even his little things that he does is big. Think about the tiniest thing, an ant. Think about that. The tiniest creation, but what it's capable of. Have you ever gone to bed one night and there's nothing in your yard? And all of a sudden you can come out the next day and you've got a hill this big. Big old ant hill that a little, little tiny creation made. A little, they know, see, to put up in the summertime so that they can survive in the winter. They can go out there and build that thing. It can be knocked down, tore down, rained down, and then go right back out and overnight create. So think about it. So even in the little that God does, it's big. It's a big thing. He's an awesome God. The flowers, the ocean, the sands on the sea. It just goes on and on and on of how awesome our God is. Our universe is always expanding, and that is what God wants us to be doing. Always expanding, always growing, always stretching. Because if you don't, guess what? You're going to get stagnant. You're going to get stifled. You're going to get stunted. You're going to start stinking. How many of you know that if you've ever seen a pond that doesn't have a natural spring, okay, that after a while that thing will get green, it'll get yucky, it'll get stagnant and stinky because there's no flow, there's no life coming into that thing. Don't get stagnant in the things of God. Keep growing, keep expanding, keep growing in the things of God because it's time to think big. It's time to get out of our little tiny stinking thinking and getting up into the big thinking of God, our creator. But you have to have faith in him. Quit trying to figure it out yourself. Take your lists that are from you and make sure they've got God in number one place. See, too many times we've got a lot of plans. We've got a lot of lists, but where is God on that list? He better be number one. He better be priority because, see, then the rest of your list will begin to work out. Now, it doesn't mean you're not going to have some bumps in the road. doesn't mean you're not going to fall off in some ditches, but you'll be able to get up, get out, and get moving in the things of God. But you're going to have to make a list that's got God first. 
And then if everything else don't fall into that, then bye. Sorry. It's got to go. They got to go. God has got to be priority. Choose to believe him and everything he has for you. Quit looking at what you can't do, your inabilities. Quit making excuses and make some changes. Get up in the things of God and turn your life around because the one who lives on the inside of you is greater than he that lives in the world. So there's nothing that you cannot and cannot be delivered from and that God will not if you allow him to take control. But as long as we're in the driver's seat and keep doing the same thing, then things are not going to change. And begin to believe what he has for you. Because what he wants to do for us is big. Let's let God take us into his big, his bigger, and his biggest. I don't know about you because, see, remember, see, the bigger you get, that means more people are coming along with you. Oh, God, and that's what it's all about, remember? People for our lives. The bigger, you, the bigger he gets on the inside of you and the more your ter- territory begins to expand, then the more lives you're going to touch. And that's what it's about. But see, if you're just still sitting there and it's all about you and what God can do for you, then you can't expand and you can't grow. Get up and be busy about the things of God. Do something in God's house. Have a servant's heart. We've got some printouts out there for you and I encourage you. Every one of you should have that in your house. What is a servant's heart? It'll tell you out there. But I'm going to tell you in the church too many times that word serve, ooh, ooh, you want me to do something? We're not even going to go there because that's another whole mess. So just get the handouts out there. They'll turn your life around. Amen? But if you want to begin to see things happen in your life, then we're going to have to open our eyes, the eyes of our heart, to begin to see what God says in his word. Not what you say, not what you see, not what everybody else is telling you, but what does God say in his word about you? We've got to open up our eyes of faith into him. And the Amplified in Romans ten seventeen. how do we get these things? By hearing and hearing the word. So faith comes from hearing what is told, and what is heard comes by the preaching of the message concerning Christ. But you can't just hear it. You've got to do it. It's in the doing that your life changes. It's in the growing and the expanding and the stretching and doing what don't feel comfortable and doing more than you did yesterday. Believing bigger and better than you ever have before. That's how you're going to expand. That's how your capacity to believe will expand. That's how your believer will grow. If you're expanding and hearing the word of God and doing what God has told us. In Proverbs 2, 6 in the Amplified, it says, For the Lord gives skillful and godly wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. How are you going to get knowledge and understanding? How are you going to get wisdom? You've got to know 
what he says in here. You've got to sit up under the word of God. You've got to let the word of God be poured into you, be put into you. If, it's, if you're not hearing the word and then doing the word, then you can't grow and you'll not receive God's wisdom. You'll still operate in your wisdom, which is limited. But see, God's wisdom is unlimited. God's wisdom will tell you, do this, and your flesh says, I don't know how. No, I can't, God. And God says, no, but I can. Get over in the wisdom of God so that your territory can be extended. So your life will be expanded. Your faith will begin to grow. You leap into the leap and bounds of wisdom and knowledge under the anointing of God. When you begin to hear, receive, and do the things of God. But we got to hear his word. You got to place yourself under the word of God every time that it's being preached. Kim goes through a lot of trouble to get these messages on the podcast. You should be listening to them every day. Because what did it say? Did it say here one time? Come to church on Sunday morning and hear. No, because I guarantee you, you're only going to get about maybe five, maybe ten words. I don't know about what I said. Or you might get one thing, you know. But then you go back. If you listen, I guarantee you, you'll go, wow, I didn't hear that. You go back and hear it again. You go, I didn't hear that. So I'm telling you, there is, there is words on those podcasts. There is knowledge and wisdom. Now, first, it's better for you to get it here. But then go back and hear it and hear it, and hear it again. Because you're going to hear things that you didn't hear here. You're going to hear things today that you didn't hear tomorrow. Listen. Put yourself. God has made it available for you to hear. And why is it important? When you're not here, you better be listening because you want to be on the same page. Hear what God is serving up to you at the dinner table. You're missing out on the main course because you're not listening and hearing the word of God. So listen, so you can expand. God wants to give us wisdom and knowledge and understanding so we can fulfill the big plans. So you've got to have his wisdom. We've got to have his knowledge. We have to have his understanding because he's got big plans and you can't fulfill them on your own and on your own understanding. He has big plans for our lives. And our role that we play, we got to know, what's my role, God? Well, how are you going to know without godly wisdom? You want to know so that he can expand it. But if you don't allow yourself to hear and then to be challenged and to grow, then you won't be able to walk in the fullness. It doesn't say you're not going to walk with God, but you won't walk in the fullness that God has for you. See, there's a fullness not a halfway, not in the middle. No, God said, I got a fullness. But you got to get up in this thing so you can get all that I have for you. Because if you don't allow yourself to hear and to be challenged, sometimes you're going to hear things you're going to go, I don't like that. I wonder if he was preaching at me. Well, maybe he was. And that good. Thank God I have God every day telling me something. And a lot of times it ain't what you want to hear. First thing your flesh goes, mm, well, God, I already do that. Well, if, I, if you did, I wouldn't be saying it. Have we ever thought about that? How many times did our parents have to say it over and over and over again until we finally got the picture? Sometimes some things took a lot longer, and sometimes in the process, because we weren't willing to listen, we ended up in some trouble. 
Or we ended up maybe getting some whippings or we ended up doing some things or getting some things taken away because we weren't willing at the time. But see, we can skip a lot of stuff if we just be willing and obedient. Let God stretch you. Let God teach you. Let God get up in there and let it get really good and uncomfortable. You need to say amen every time your flesh gets challenged because then you know, guess what, I'm going to grow now. Because that means if God's dealing with me, if the word's coming forth and I'm not liking everything it's saying, I should be saying, amen. God's got something big for me and he wants me to grow. He wants me to expand. He's going to challenge me so I don't get stagnant and stinky. Where I'm no good to anybody but my own self. And then I get to where I'm not even good for my own self. It's time to fulfill the big plans that God has for you. Stop thinking small. Because when you think small and you won't be challenged and you won't change, then you'll start thinking small. Then you'll start getting the wrong perspective about the truth of the word of God. Things will start getting twisted and upside down and all turned around. Then you're going to wear your feelings on your, your uh, shoulders and on your sleeve all the time and everything everybody says. You know why? Because you ain't growing. So maybe you've been crying out to God, God, why does it all the time it seems like you're just talking to me? No, I'm talking to everybody, but maybe you just don't know it. See? Because the only one you need to be concerned about is me. Don't look at who ain't here to hear it. Let's take what God's telling us and do something with it. Then hopefully maybe our example will challenge them to want to do better. So you don't want to get in the wrong thinking, wrong perspective, and small thinking because then if you do, you'll start containing God's best. Then it can't grow. It won't grow. It's just like that plant that was designed to go into the earth and make roots, and it stays in that little tiny pot. And after a while, the roots become root-bound. And then after a while, it will become stunted. And it will never grow to its full potential because it was never planted in a permanent place. It always stayed temporary. Some of you need to get out of the temporary and get in the permanent. That means get up and do something. Get committed. Go ahead and say yes. Get committed into the things of God because as long as you're temporary, you ain't going to grow. And after a while, you'll get stunted. Listen to what God is telling you. Quit containing. Because God says, when you contain my best, you will become stunted. But instead, God says, why don't you just live in my best, in my bigger? Start simply believing. We all get to choose. We all get to decide whether or not we want to act on God's word. You can think big or think small. But remember, somebody and some bodies are connected to you and I and you will affect their lives. Thank God God will send somebody else across the path but wouldn't have been better for them to be the fruit in your life. Amen? If God says you can do it, then you can do it. Start acting like it. Oh my God, start acting like the children of God, the king of the most high, the daddy, your daddy that made it all that has everything we'll ever need, want, or desire. And his desire is to love you and for you to love him and to love those around you. And go tell about it. Start acting 
Do you know the knowledge of God's word will help us to stay on the right path if we're seeking it? But as long as you're wanting to do your own thing, you're going to keep getting off the path. And one of these times, the devil's going to be waiting and you may not be able to fix it. Money ain't going to fix it. Mama can't fix it. Daddy can't fix it. The preacher can't fix it. One of these times, you might get off the path because he's looking to kill, steal, and destroy. And if he can't take you out physically, then he'll kill your witness. So get in the wisdom and the knowledge of God so you can stay on the right path. God's word helps us to acknowledge and accept responsibilities for each opportunity he's given us. He gives us opportunities every day. Start acting responsible with the opportunities. Pray. Tell somebody God loves them. Be in the house of God. Listen to the word daily. Spend time with God. Take these opportunities. Don't take for granted. And believe what God has said for you once and for all is yes and amen. Yes and amen. The world may not believe you can, but God does. God has already said, I know you can do it. We're in this together. I got your back. He knows you can do it, so why don't you just agree with him? Quit agreeing with yourself and with everybody else. Agree with God. Amen. The way maker. Gain his knowledge by feeding on his word daily. In John 1, 1 in the Amplified, it says, In the beginning before all time was the word, Christ. And the word was with God. And the word was God himself. You cannot separate God from his word. God is his word. So the more you get to know God's word, the more you're going to get to know him. Amen? And that's what we want. The more you get to know your daddy, the more you get to know God, then your relationship will begin to grow and it will begin to expand. But you're going to get challenged. Go ahead and accept the challenge. Let God push you out of the comfortable zone, push you out of the nest. Because remember, if you get pushed out, that means he's got something bigger. He's got something better. So let him push you out. You want to be expanded. You want to be stretched. We want to be challenged because that's how we grow. The more you put in, the more you're going to get out. Every day, start your life, start your day with God and continue throughout. Amen? There's no reason why you can't pray on your way to work, pray doing the dishes, pray in the shower. You know, take these opportunities and spend time with God. Believe him at his word and you'll begin to guess what? Things will start to stretch. Your little thinking is going to start go to big thinking. Then it's going to get bigger. Then it's going to get to the biggest. You're going to go, woo-woo. Man, you're going to go, my God, you're going to start writing things down and then look at it and go, did I just write that? Now, I don't know how that's going to happen, but thank God I know a big God. I got big thinking. I don't think little no more. Man, every time I write something down, I go, woo-woo. God, who wrote that? I did because I got the big one living on the inside of me that's got big dreams for my life. Nothing can separate you from God's word. Only you can. Amen? Your choice. The more you get to know God, I'm telling you, your relationship is going to begin to expand. Fill yourself with God's wisdom and knowledge and understanding so that you can walk in the bigger and the biggest of God. Think big. Think like God thinks. God thinks big. Get that in you. God thinks big. And the greater one lives on the inside of me. So if he thinks big, I've got to think big. It would be a sin for you not to think big. Because then you're not believing the big God. Look at 
at John 16, 13 and the Amplified, it says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into the truth. Full and complete truth, for he will not speak on his own initiative, but he will speak whatever he hears from the Father, the message regarding the Son, and he will disclose to you what is to come in the future. You will receive life, good life, from his word, from the Father's heart, from Daddy. He's handing out good life. He's handing out big, bigger and biggest. He's handing it out. And we'll get it. But you're going to have to have faith in what he says. Start believing it, receiving it, and then act on it. Think big. Keep God's word priority and you'll stay on the right path that God designed for you. Get off your path. I'm going to tell you right now, get off your path because your path is going to lead to destruction. Your path is going to keep leading to the dead ends. Your path is going to keep leading to the detours. Amen. Get on God's path and stay there. And begin to watch how your life will begin to expand and grow. And the peace and the joy that bubbles up out of you, even in the midst of the trouble and the turmoil. Get on the right path that God designed. Why limp when you can run and not grow weary? I don't know about you. Don't you rather run than want to limp around in life for the rest of your life? Do you think people want to follow that? Today you're up, tomorrow you're down. This month you love God, next month you're not sure. This month you come to church, that month you don't. Things are going good, so God's all good. Then all of a sudden we don't show up anymore till trouble comes. Listen, people are watching you and I. They're watching your life. Run and not grow weary, so they'll want to run too. But it's God who is able to help us to run full force into his big his bigger and his biggest. He enables us if we allow him. Amen? Quit trying to do it on your own. Third John 2 says, Beloved, I pray that in every way you may succeed and prosper and be in good health physically, just as I know your soul prosper spiritually. This is God's desire for us, that we will prosper spirit, soul, and body, spiritually, physically, and financially. Focus on your joy and your passion for God's best. Begin to get fired up about God. Do you know people are drawn to fire? They're drawn. They're drawn to the warmth and the heat and the life-changing power of the Lord Jesus Christ. They're drawn to that. So get your passion fueled again. Like when you first came to Jesus, you were excited. Get fired up again. Get your passion burning for the things of God. Because then you'll begin to see the bigger and the better way in your life. And guess what? Everybody else will. Your feelings are a valuable part of God's plan for you. You can begin to express the truest of you when you're passionate about him. Don't let your feelings, though, get over into the flesh. See, there's a difference. See, God wants you to be passionate about him. Quit letting your feelings rule and reign you, though, in your emotions about what everybody says, what they don't say, what they did do, what they didn't do. What's happened for you? Quit digging your seeds up and you wonder why your harvest ain't coming in. Amen? Get your feelings over into the passionate of God, and then when those emotions try to come, they won't be able to rule and reign you. 
See, because then when your flesh starts to want to, mm, you know, be angry, be bitter, talk ugly, then all of a sudden, see, if that passion for God will rise up and go, uh-uh, don't go there, uh-uh, don't go there. Pray in the Holy Ghost. But you're going to have to get passionate about God. You're going to have to get passionate about the things that changed your life and saved you from a place called hell. Get passionate. Begin, you'll be better able to express yourself and get your point across. And God wants you to be that way with others. Passionate and excited about Jesus. Not preaching them a sermon. Preaching them life that God is good. God is love. He changed me. I'm not better than you. I just got to know the one who knows everything and that loves you and loves me. That's what I'm excited about. Get passionate. Then people will want that. It'll draw them. Your excitement will bring an energy to a dead room, to a dead people, to a hopeless person. Your energy for God, not your problems, not your dislikes of them. Your passion, your energy will cause them. Because they'll go, man, they look alive. I want to be alive. I'm tired of walking around dead and hopeless and hurting and burdened and miserable and hating everybody and everybody's against me. Get passionate. Get excited. Get some energy in your life. Act like the greater one lives on the inside of you. My God, we got Christians walking around like the dead. Moping and groping and whining and complaining. Instead of saying, I may be in a thing right now. My body may be saying one thing. My job may be saying one thing. My family may be saying something. But my God said, this will said in 1 Thessalonians 2 and 8 having such a deep affection for you we're delighted to share with you not only God's good news but also our own lives because you had become so very dear to us see this is what happens when your feelings get the best of you see people's lives are changed but when your feelings get the worst of you and you start living out of your emotions then you ain't got life-giving, energizing, passionate words. You've got hopeless words. See? So there's a difference. See, I got to live out of my feelings so they can get the best of me. 
so I can be passionate about God. Change what the devil says usually. Well, when they, you know, start talking ugly at you, you just say, I hope you have a blessed day today. You know? Pray under your tongue in the Holy Spirit. Say, Lord, help me to be a light in this, shine, this dark uh, world right now. Help me, Lord. Help me. Let my feelings get the best of me in a good way, in a God way. You don't want to just share the gospel. You want to share yourself. But if you're ugly and you're hateful at them, you can't stand to be around them. It's just going to be a little hard to share some love with your co-worker, ain't it? Or maybe a family member. Or maybe a church member. Let's start acting like God. Let your life tell a story of love and of hope and of peace and of joy. Resurrected power. Get some power in your life. Because then when you share yourself, not your perfect self, when you share yourself of saying, you know what? Man, I need God every day to help me. Then you want to give your heart and soul away. See, then you'll quit being all selfish and, well, I'm just saying, uh, if I don't care, then I won't get hurt. I ain't going to like them or pray for them. I'm not going to do good to them. No, I'm not going to buy them lunch today. God, they curse me every day. Start living in God's way and watch things begin to change. Because it says to love your enemies and pray for them. And when you act different, they'll act different. Amen? Then you'll, you'll want to give your heart and soul. You'll want to tell of God's bigness and his goodness. That's good and from God because it's rooted in love. See, too many of us got the root of love just here and here, but then we choose when we're going to draw on the love. No, we got to be rooted in love every day, all day. Sure, you're going to be challenged, but that's all right. Then just say, God, forgive me for acting ugly. Forgive me when you told me to go over there and say something to them, and I just couldn't stand it because you know what they've been doing to me all week. You know that family member of mine, that kid of mine ain't doing right? God, I'm just not, mm. God says, no. Get rooted in love. Live the love walk and show them Jesus and maybe they'll start doing something different. And guess what? If they don't, it ain't none of your business. Okay? You're not supposed to change your children, your family member, your husband or wife. God is. But you're going to have to live the love walk and you've got to do what's right. Same thing with your co-workers, your neighbors, whatever. Okay? Walk like Jesus. Walk in a way that people are drawn to your life. <clears throat> it's time to believe it and begin to do it. Let God navigate every situation. If you're really, really feeling, you know, pressured in a situation with a family member, a loved one, a child, a, a neighbor, a co-worker, when you start getting challenged, pray. Just pray in the Holy Ghost. Say, God, I need you to help navigate me because I, I feel like I'm getting ready to go the wrong way or I'm just going to shut the navigation system off. I'll go my way. When I'm done, God, I'll come back and hear what you had to say. No. Keep God's navigation system on every day. Spending time with him and seeking his way. Ask him to help you in this situation because guess what? He will move the mountain. 
He'll move the problem completely out of the way. His wisdom, his knowledge, and his understanding in all things, but you're going to have to choose to believe it and expect it. Now, let me just help you some of you. Now, I don't mean that he's going to, you know, take your family member and maybe move them, you know, 4,000 miles away. They might all of a sudden start coming to church and sit next to you and really rub you the wrong way. But you're going to go, thank God, they're here getting seeds planted. God may keep you at your job. You know why? Because you're planting seeds. You're not there for you. You're there for them. Because God said, plant seeds. That's all I asked you to do is just plant seeds. Amen? <clears throat> but we have to choose to believe and expect the big of God. Proverbs 14, 6 in the message says, <clears throat> looked, Sonics looked high and low for wisdom and never find it. Open-minded find it right on their doorstep. In the Amplified, it says, A scoffer seeks wisdom and finds none, for his ears are closed to wisdom. But knowledge is easy for the one who understands because he's willing to learn. We have a society that don't want to be challenged, don't want to be told what's right and what's wrong. And that's why we're in the positions we're in. Let God correct you. Get on the right pathway because if not, guess what? The devil's going to get in your business. Amen? And lead you down the wrong road and you may not recover. Okay, I'm just telling you the truth. The devil plays for keeps. You don't want to get over on his road. Get in the pathway of God. So don't let, don't let scorn and complaining get in the way of you getting wisdom. Stop wasting your energy and your time by being in a state of complaining of where you are. Okay? This marriage, this family, this job, these finances, this city, this state, this whatever. Stop complaining about where you are and say, God, where I'm at is not where I'm going to be and I thank you for it and I'm going to praise my way out. Look at God's word and see where you're going. That's the problem. Some of you see it just wandering around. God said, I've got every answer right here. Here's your road map. Open it up. Begin to hear what God says. God says, I'll tell you the direction. Look at God's word and see where you're going. Focus on the answers, which is Jesus. Whoa, ain't that a revelation? Newsflash. Jesus is the answer for everything. He's the answer for everything, all things. Amen? Focus on the answer. <clears throat> the one who gives wisdom and knowledge and understanding. He's asking us to believe. And he's asking us to believe big. Believe big like your daddy believes. It's doable because of him, not us alone. But you and I are joining with him. Get in partnership with God. Get in partnership with your pastors, spiritually, physically, and financially. And you're going to start seeing wisdom increase, knowledge, understanding. Your path will be made clear. Agreeing. <clears throat> That all things are possible to those who believe in Mark 9, 23. Because that is the key to the plans God has for us manifesting in our lives. Simply, it's a choice. You and I get to choose to believe big or choose to believe little. Get connected with God's big. Receive all he has for you. Get his wisdom. Get knowledge. Get understanding from his word. And you'll begin to think big bigger and biggest 
and you'll walk in the big that God has for you, and you can be successful in all you do for him as Pastor Ron comes. God created you to be energized with an anointing. You know, like the energized bunny on TV? He just keeps on going, keeps on going. Some of you need to get some energized batteries in you that just keep on going, keep on going. Quit, stop, gonna take a rest for a week. Oh, I I need a break from God. I need a break from church. Oh, my God, let me tell you, the devil wants you to take a break so he can come on in, rob your house. You might as well stand on the doorstep, open the doors, and wave the flag. Come on in, Satan. Have whatever you want. Get energized, because as you begin to get energized, there will become an anointing that will rise up within you. There'll come an anointing and a power on your life that will begin to spread like wildfire everywhere you go. That everything in your life will start changing and turning around. Increase in every area of your life will begin to flow. From the north, the south, the east, and the west, it will come to your life. provision and people for your life walk in your God-given right of the blessing you have been blessed to be a blessing walk in that right so you can tell others of the bigness and the goodness of God believe it and expect it today because God's big is happening now for you in every area if you'll believe it Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.